All right, today we have a very special guest. Her name is Loriana. Hope I did not mispronounce that. I'm Johnny Keith from Actors 2020 Podcast, and this is a very special guest star, an actress who lives in Brooklyn, who has an amazing resume. She's in SAG and AFTRA. She's a model. She's an actor. She has some amazing credits. I cannot wait to interview her. So let's give her a call and see what she has to offer you. And here we go. Hello. Hello. This is Johnny Keith from Actors 2020 Podcast. How are you? I'm good, Johnny. How are you? All right. So I tried to pronounce your name. I think I got it right. But why don't you tell the audience what your first and last name is? <laughs> my name is Loriana Ismailova. Yay. I got it right. Really, I just asked my wife and she just told me. She goes, it's Loriana. You always have to trust the woman. Come on. Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> well, you're right. She's right most of the time, I would have to say. Every time. I'm like, why is she right all the time? Why can't I? All the time. I want to be right just once. <laughs> so you have a very impressive online presence, very impressive uh, resume. Thank you so much. You seem to be, because well, I interview a lot of people and a lot of the girls, you know, they're out there and they're working a lot, but they're non-union and a lot of them have a lot of struggles. Seems like even though I feel just based on you, you're in the Screen Actors Guild, you're a beautiful girl. And even at that level, how is the competition? The competition is always going to be rough. It depends. But whenever you start, it's a different kind of competition. When you get to the next level, I think it gets even tougher. Uh-huh. You really have to bring out your skill set and prove yourself. It just never gets easier. What made you want to get in this crazy business of acting in the first place? Well, I have uh, quite an interesting story. I fell into business of acting through modeling. My background is actually not in anything entertainment related. I went to school for business marketing advertising and I got my bachelor's degree and then after school I started doing a little bit of modeling just kind of dabbling into it for the summertime and you know things started going so well I decided why not try out a couple of commercial classes just so I can get comfortable in front of the camera my agents just suggested I get into acting classes so I did I totally fell in love with it what is happening where am I what am I doing it I love it it was love it first sight for me with acting. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pursue it and see what happens. And I did. I got a lot of training, started working as an extra, getting my feet wet at the door, building my experience from there. What was it that you did that got you into Screen Actors Guild? I was a must join. I actually booked a really fun gig and it was my first national uh, network TV credit. That was a job I did for ABC Network and the show is Ugly Betty. <laughs> and uh, I had a guest star role and it's so funny because it was my very first time on TV and it was a guest star so it's kind of a big deal a lot of pressure but I was comfortable I was trained I was prepped at that point I was must joined which means if I had to accept the job I had to pay the dues and join SAG right now, of course you're gonna do it that was an amazing scene by the way I love that scene absolutely it was so much fun but prior to getting that must join status you had to have a couple of waivers which 
which means you had to work a couple of jobs that were union. At certain point, they're like, okay, you can't do that anymore. You have to join, and they did. Right. So when you're on the set of like Ugly Betty, do you get to interact and talk with the stars? I do. I actually do. It's so funny. I shared a trailer with America Rara. Okay. My scene was with her, and she was so lovely. Awesome. So I had one of my interviewers. His name's Joe Ryan the Third, and he's from Flint, Michigan. Another actor you work with, Terry Crews, is also from Flint, Michigan, uh-huh. and he told me some amazing things about Terry Crews. Tell me your experience with him. Terry Crews is hilarious. I was so lucky to be working with him. This was for I Was There Yet TV series on TBS. Right. The funny part is with this show, I had booked a small co-star, and this role was so fun. They- decided to bring me back for the second episode. Then the second episode turned into a third episode and then eventually it became what was a small coaster now to be a three episode recurring guest star role. And Terry was just so, so fun to work with. You have your demo reel with that scene on there and you, let's say I've never watched anything about that episode before, you as an actor described every character and everybody perfectly. I thought, wow, she's a series regular. I mean, you carried that whole scene. I mean, you are a really great actress. Thank you so much. (laughs) I think it's just you really have to be prepared in order to do a good job. I've worked so hard on my craft I've studied with the best teachers. It's all about opportunity presenting itself at the right time, and you just have to be prepared to meet that opportunity. You were definitely ready, but it seems like you're kind of interviewing yourself. I mean, I'm looking at your, <laughs> my next thing was the training. Your training is impressive, very impressive. These aren't just little workshops that people take for a week. This is, you have some serious training behind you. I appreciate it. Well, I think when you love something, you are really curious about it. For me, it doesn't sound like I'm doing work. I am working on something that I love. And then uh, I get into a class and I actually enjoy it. The training is extensive and I continue to train. I call myself uh, a training junkie. Awesome. (laughs) Self-proclaimed training junkie because, you know, for me, it's just the love of this craft. But you're so versatile. Maybelline commercials, that casino where you spoke Russian, you do the medical spa thing. There's no dialogue and you're just all dialed up with your shopping bags and music's playing. (laughs) And I'm just like, wow, that's just impressive. My one question was, when you did that bridal commercial where you were the white and the other girl was in the red, were you Angel or were you the good witch or what were you? I I think you got it right. I think it was a combination of all. Quite a while ago, I did that commercial. It was for bridal commercial. And yeah, I think I played an angel. The other girl was kind of a witch and the two worlds collided. It was a beautiful piece that we did, but quite, quite unique. Right. But it seems like everything you do, stuff that you present yourself online, everything is professional. The lighting, the makeup, it's just, there's just no fluff out there with you. (laughs) You know, I I try to be strategic with my media marketing. I have a background in marketing advertising uh, from college days. So I try to treat it as a business. I know social media is fun and everything, but my business. So whatever I put out there is uh, for the world to see and how I want the world to view me. I try to be uh, as real as possible. And at the same time, kind of show the world what it takes to be in a world of modeling and acting. It does seem like it's a glamorous 
this life, but we do have struggles in this business as well as in any other business. Exactly. You know, but to even get that, I personally know all the behind the scenes stuff to get there. That's why I'm very impressed. And having 6,000 Instagram followers doesn't hurt either, does it? It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it's a whole world on its own, this Instagram thing. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. I kind of... Because all your stuff on there, I mean, your website, it's very professional. Thank you. I, I built it myself, actually. It's quite uh, easy to do it yourself. Save a few bucks in there. I think any actor should do it. It's self-promotion. And you have control over it, so you don't have to pay someone every time you want to make a change. Absolutely. And I, I do my editing on Reels as well. So oh, really? You can actually learn these tools on your own. Being a SAG-AFTRA member, we have a really great help from SAG Foundation, where they provide with free classes for members so they'll teach you all these right. tools and softwares where you can just bring your reel they'll show you how to use the software and you just do the work that's awesome i do on camera lab i do casting access with casting directors i'm pretty hands-on <laughs> and you're doing this in new york though right because you're you live in brooklyn i live in brooklyn yes i've been in new york for 21 years wow i just traveled to los angeles for a month in the month of january of this year Okay. I just wanted to see what's out there and how it is. The weather is beautiful. <laughs> but it did rain a lot, didn't it, while you were here? It did. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Is it me? Did I bring this weather from New York? <laughs> Don't that, hate me. <laughs> that's what happened. It's all your fault. But you know what? We needed it. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Have you ever been asked a body double for like another actress or anything like that? I have, yes. It's so funny. I actually played Sofia Vergara's body double a couple of times on her commercials in New York. Okay. That was so fun. <laughs> I was just wondering about that because, well, so what do you do to stay in shape? Are you genetically blessed or do you have a regimen, a routine, a workout, an eating habit? What do you do? <laughs> I definitely think I'm medically blessed. Uh, I okay. thank my mom and dad. However, I do work out regularly. Actually, I just came from a workout this morning. You know, I just try to eat healthy foods, drink lots of water, hydrate. That's very important. Just a really good lifestyle. That's all. That's just how it is for me, you know. Right. I don't go to extreme diet. I allow myself to eat a burger. I don't restrict myself. Everything in moderation works for me. <laughs> so you speak Russian, Italian, Spanish, and conversational Farsi? Mm-hmm. I do. Can we hear a little bit of Russian? Maybe <laughs> just 30 seconds of it? Привет, меня зовут Лариана Израилова. Я родом из России, живу в Нью-Йорке, и я актриса и модель. Wow, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so the look you have, you can play the girl next door, or you can play like a really a deep character as well you it seems like you have a lot of acting range there um well i'd like to think so personally i think i could do a wide range lately i've been booking consistently a lot of comedy work mm -hmm. so if you see a lot of my tv credits are mostly in the comedy genre mm -hmm. and my short films are in more drama what class did you take to get that comic timing down because you know it's quick it's fast it's precise you're very impressive on the comedy is where did you get that specific training from i appreciate it well i did go to william master's 
studio for two-year conservatory training. Mm -hmm. I learned so much from that school. It is amazing technique, and they teach you a variety of different things. I also took classes at UCB, which is a great improv school. For comedic timing, I think it's important to do improv. I've done it in New York and L.A. I've recently actually done it in L.A. uh, as an intensive, just as a review for myself, because I've done it in New York a while back. And it's always good to brush up on that skill. When you were younger, living in Russia, did you do any TV or acting work back there? I know you were very young, but did anything happen for you there? I never thought I was going to be an actress. I never ever wanted it. No, I've never actually dreamt of it. I never thought I would get into it. Even in college, (laughs) I I didn't even take acting class as an elective. I was just like, oh no, I'm not an actress like that silly. I, I could never be. I only found my love for acting after college because I really got to know what that is. That's how I started. But when I was a kid, I did dancing and singing. And I also loved gymnastics. I actually wanted to be a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, really? And then when they told me that your body stops growing, ah. I was pretty young. I was must have been like nine or ten. So they said, the gymnast, your body forms a certain way and you stop growing. You probably noticed a lot of gymnasts are lighter and shorter. So I was like, oh, my hopes and dreams just died there. Mm-hmm. So I stopped gymnastics, but I've always been in the arts. So I loved dancing and singing. So I was performing a lot on the local TV when I was a kid. Oh, wow. So you went to Italy and you did some studying in Italy. What did you do there? Yes, I did do a study abroad program during my college years. I went for a short period of time and I studied Italian there. I loved it. I traveled so much. I think in a period of a month, I seen 13 cities, wow. including North and South, from Venice to Sicily. So it's a broad range of <laughs> maps there. But it was amazing. I picked up on Italian. The culture is so beautiful. In general, I just love traveling. And Italy is one of my most favorite places in the world. Okay, so that short film, it's called Sketch, where you played Anna or Anna. Yeah. That was pretty dark, pretty, very talented. I mean, I had a question on that one scene where that guy grabs you by the neck before you, you knocked him out. Was he actually trying to strangle you and kill you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was an independent short film, which actually received numerous awards about an autistic boy and how he solves a crime. The role of Anna was of a young girl who was turned into prostitution. This guy was trying to choke her. Mm-hmm. So Anna just turned around and hit him with a statue next to her and she ends up killing him accidentally, you know, just to right. survive and save herself. Kill or be killed. Exactly. Who were you talking to on the telephone when you were on the streets when that creepy guy in that hoodie was following you? Who were you on the phone with? My pimp. Oh, okay. So that's who came and picked you up in the car before you got in? Exactly. Okay. The scene cut off. I'm like, what's going on? Is that guy in the hoodie going to get her? Is he going to take advantage of her or what? I want to see it. Exactly. <laughs> so this young girl is basically sold to this prostitution. She's a foreigner. She doesn't know any language. She got involved with the wrong people. So she's basically a slave. And so she called the first person she knows that she's done something bad and he comes and picks her up. Right. It's an it was very emotional. It was believable. I believed you in that. I appreciate that. Well, that's the nature of acting, I guess. We try to be as authentic as we can with expression and feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking about the emotional because you did an interview and you part of the interview said when you act, you feel alive and it's emotional release. Can you go into that a little bit? 
Absolutely. Well, I think when I'm on stage or when I'm performing, I get into a certain character and behavior. I really believe it. And it just makes me look at the world in, with different eyes. I don't know how to explain it, but it just makes me alive. Mm -hmm. Just being world with different eyes, not as Loriana, but as someone else. Right. You know, and just really going through either the pain, the emotional struggle, the happiness, the joy, whatever it is that they're going through. And I find it so interesting to me. Right. So if you're doing a film when you're playing one of those characters versus doing theater, because, you know, theater, you can't fake it. You can't just do another take. So when the performance is over in theater, do you shut that character off or, or does it kind of stay with you? Um, it depends. Of course, it depends what kind of character it is. If it's a very dramatic scene, it just doesn't go away right away. You really need to take a pause, take a couple of breaths in, and you just need to leave that mm -hmm. because it's just not healthy to jump into something so quickly if you, let's say, been traumatized in the scene on a deep emotional level. Right. You really have to treat your body as an instrument. Really take care of it. It's a lot of emotional preparation and you have to take yourself out of the scene also on a professional level. So I have another question. So the day when Instagram disappeared, you played Kim Kardashian? <laughs> yeah. Did you have to put some more junk in your trunk to like play that part? Or what did you do? I didn't even know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Did I? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. That was a fun, fun part to play Kim Kardashian. Yes, I did have some extra socks in the trunk. Okay. <laughs> Very fluffy and soft socks that gave me an extra cushion. But uh, it was a sketch comedy uh, piece, of course. We were just trying to make fun of the whole social media and Instagram and how it's taken over the world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they were looking for Kim Kardashian lookalike in that one. So were you doing the same scene with the person playing Rihanna and Justin Bieber? Were you guys in the same scene together and the party extras? One big scene or individual scenes? No, we actually shot that individually. Okay. So I did not see the other characters, but when I saw them on that video, I was like, oh my God, they do mm -hmm. look like the Justin Bieber and Rihanna. I was like, wow, they're cast. Awesome. So I also read that you do a little bit of charity work where you give it back. What types of charities are you involved in and what do you do? Yes, um, I try to put my time into something that's good for others. Most recently, I did a charity event. Uh, it was a fundraiser for a Tikva, which is a Jewish children's home in Odessa. It's an orphanage house. We raise good funds for the kids out there. Awesome. So tell me something about, I'm not quite sure what this is. It's probably maybe just New York looking for local talent. It's something I saw on one of your pages. Casting all New York actors at 2019 ABC Discovers New York Talent Showcase. Oh, yes, yes. So ABC discovers. It's so funny you mentioned that. So ABC casting usually does this showcase, digital uh, submission showcase. Mm -hmm. Anyone can submit. So basically, you just submit your headshot resume and they'll have you do a scene. They provide you with a certain script and you just have to pick one, put yourself on tape and send it over. Okay. Yeah, it's something that's open for anyone and you just have to look out for it. And I just submitted myself recently. But yeah, I try 
try to get into showcases like that uh, for network. I think it's a great opportunity. You get to learn a lot, though, and I'm always up for it. Yeah, I know every day is kind of different. What is a typical day or a typical week or month? Take us through, like, somebody living your life. What's a typical day or a week for you? Oh, my gosh. You know what? <laughs> my schedule is usually different every day. You always have to be on your toes ready for a call and to run somewhere to a meeting or an addition last minute thing. So typically my day starts with a gym. I try to be at the gym at a certain hour and do my workout, go home, eat, and then I start my day. If I'm not booked, um, I'll work on my materials, my marketing materials. I'll submit myself on jobs. Even though I have an agent and a manager, I still try to do my part of the work and do my due diligence, research the shows that I want to be in or submit myself a certain project that I can do. And then the rest of the day just goes on. I can have a last minute casting or audition. I have to put myself on self-tape, submit myself to LA or Chicago. So it really varies. That's very good advice. Taking your own initiative, even though you have the agent and the manager, because you're putting that extra synergy out there, because there may be something they miss. You check in. Hey, did you submit me for this? Submit me for that? I also think that having an agent and a manager, one or the other or both, it's all about collaboration. It's about teamwork. It's not that one is working for another. You're both a team and you have to help each other out. You really have to communicate what are your priorities, what are your targets, goals, and mm -hmm. communicate that and then work together. So my agent might propose this casting director is casting a show that you want to be on. Why don't you try to get into one of their classes and introduce yourself you've never been to the casting office before the stuff that you can always do on your own right so new york specifically a young ingenue girl she's 15 16 17 she's getting there she wants to come to new york she finally gets to new york with her dreams her hopes her aspirations what is your advice to her absolutely i would advise getting training mm. and getting good training if you want to take this career to the next level and be a serious actor you have to be a trained actor. I'm sure everyone is talented in their own way, and that's a big plus. However, you have to provide a legitimate resume. If you are a trained actor, you have a foot in. Even if you don't have experience, people would look at you that you are serious about this and you know your craft. Well, it definitely worked for me because I just have over like 300 some people submitted on just one casting thing that I put out. And it is not hard at all to pick the top five or 10 people out of 300 people. It is really that easy. Wow. This industry looks so glamorous, but really just a few make it. It's a struggle for everyone. The struggle never ends. Uh, just to sidetrack, I just read uh, Michael Caine's book and it's an amazing book. I would recommend to anyone. Mm -hmm. It's called Blowing Your Bloody Doors off and he just talks about the real truth of this industry. Uh, he's probably in his 80s now. He's like, the struggle never ends. I'm always looking for the next gig, you know? And at his point in his career, he's also had to work and look for the gigs that are good for him or his range right now. So the struggle never ends. <laughs> it's always a hustle. Right. Well, he's a person who gives back. He had a video back in the day, a VHS video I bought and I watched it and he talked 
talked very specifically about on-camera acting techniques. Little bitty things like if the camera's on the right side, favor your left eye so they see your face. I mean, little bitty things like that. And I tried them all and they work. Very subtle things. Oh my gosh, but that guy is a genius. And I know exactly what you're talking about because he talks about it in this latest book and it's gold. It really is. All right, so wrapping up here, is there anything else that you would like to say? So go ahead, the stage is yours. Well, um, just an advice to a young actor, if you're just starting out, I would say definitely get training, be confident in your own skin, be professional, be on time, and do your research, uh, lots of research. Narrow down your goals, what you want to be and where you want to be and at what time, set deadlines. Have patience and perseverance. You will have lots of rejection, but don't let it get you down or discouraged. You do work and you you actually put time into it, the stars will align eventually. Yeah, just go with it. Wow. Thank you so much, Loriana. You are a real model. Absolutely. <laughs> because you're out there, you're actually doing it. You're on top of your craft. You're not doing it part-time while you're waiting tables or driving Uber. You're actually living the dream. So thank you so much for sharing your insights. And if somebody wanted to find out more information about you, how would they go about doing that? You can look at me up on social media or my website. Social media, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. I'm very active on all those platforms. So Instagram is Gloriana, L-O-R-I-A-N-N-A underscore N-Y-C. And uh, Twitter, it will be Lori, L-O-R-I underscore Anna. A-N-N-A. And Facebook, it'll be my name, Loriana Israelova, as well as website. My personal website is just my full name, lorianaisraelova.com. Right. And I'll have a link to that in the description area of this episode. Thank you so much for being my very special guest star today. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Johnny. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Wow. What an absolute professional. As a podcaster, these are the type of guests I would love on my show. Somebody who understands that it's an interview, but it's also an acting job. It's also a mini type of performance. She did her research, she came prepared, and she delivered. Just like she does out there in the real world, she does her research, she doesn't rely on her agent and her manager. She's also proactive in her marketing, proactive on her submissions. You might wanna listen to this podcast again to let it absorb. You might've missed something the first time. There's a lot of lessons Loriana just gifted you. What a pleasure. Again, this was the perfect person to end season one on. And I expect my interviewees to be very similar to Loriana on season two. I already have seven episodes in the can. They're all amazing interviews. We're going to be talking about voiceovers. We're going to talking about actresses from Venezuela who's there going through a revolution right now and trying to get here to America. That's an amazing interview. So be sure to tune into season two. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be very informative. You don't want to miss season two. And once again, I would like to thank all of our amazing guest stars from season one. We had young up and coming actors. We had established actors. We had comedians. We had producers. We had musicians. We had young children and their parents. We had people from overseas. We had people that lived in different states. We even had media influencers. And of course, we also had 
the beautiful and amazing Loriana to close off season one. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm Johnny Keith, your host, where we promote one actor at a time. If you're an actor and you would love to be promoted, just contact us at actors 2020 podcast at gmail.com. Now we're going to end this episode like we end every episode with something called The Lesson. Because life is a bitch. Gee, really? Why don't you tell me something I don't already know? Because everywhere I go, people tell me what to do. Hey, go to church, go to school, you treat me like a fool. Now, I don't need religion, culture, or class. You don't like that fact, well, you can kiss my ass. Yeah, I'm white and I rap. You got a problem with that? Loosen up and don't be so tight. Take it easy, E. We got the whole night. Yes, I'm psyched. I'm ready to get the show on the road. I don't want to stop because I just might explode. I'll tell you what, home slice. I'm twice as nice as any bad boy rapper called Vanilla Ice. My lesson, yeah, it's hip. In case you didn't know what I'm here to inform you, I'm better than snow. I don't moonwalk or dunk like these Michael J's, but I can hold my own. You hear what I say? Now listen, learn, because here comes the lesson. Lesson one. Everybody sit down, JK's gonna take you for a ride uptown Yo, this is the story of the Hollywood game Choose your path, careful, you're the only one to blame Now when it comes to pot, crack, tweak, or blow Stick to the rules and just say no Because you're young, you're eager, you want in the movies Don't think you'll get there by giving up the booty Cause they'll use you, abuse you, throw you out like trash And then you'll discover that you're out of cash Now your heart, your soul, is somewhere on the shelf And you're walking through the streets now Talking to yourself, the lesson Well you heard lesson one, it's time for lesson two You have a choice and the choice is up to you I came to Hollywood to be a rich and famous star But for now I'm waiting tables and I'm tending someone's bar Pictures, classes, agents, where the hell does it all end? Every time I turn around I'm starting over again I finally got a break with a five line and under My life was starting to roar like lightning and thunder The phone rings, hello? I'm cast in a pilot My life spun out of control just like an L.A. riot I walked off the set, said to hell with this old man The phone's not even ringing and my life is in the can The lesson Yeah, final lesson here, of course it's number three Now remember, I'm an actor to be or not to be When the going got tough, I climbed into the bottle I'm back on my feet now, revving my throttle on the climb to the top. It's the same old games. Now I'm kicking ass and I'm taking some names. Clawing, scraping, screaming. That was a long, hard crawl, but it was all worth it. I'm a box office draw. Opportunity was there when I took it with a punch. Not now, baby, but let's do lunch. There's a big piece of pie and you should grab your portion. You can be like me enjoying fame and fortune. Boom. That's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith. Until the next episode. Bye-bye.